Hey everyone, it's Nate here with RNG PC. I wanted to take a moment to let you know that this week's episode is a little different. Jake and I had some stuff come up in our personal lives that prevented us from recording a new episode, but don't worry, we'll be back to it shortly. This episode is actually one of our Patreon-exclusive episodes where we build each other as D&D characters. If you enjoy this episode, be sure to head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com rngpc. There, you can see our different tiers, different ways to get involved in our community, and that we have more special episodes like this one for you to listen to. We hope you enjoy, and as always, keep rolling and keep playing. Welcome, Patreons, to your special episode of RNG PC. Um, I have... I continue to not write an intro down for you guys, so I always read that we're a D&D podcast, but you guys know that because you're here. Um, so thank you, as always, for being Patreons with us and for supporting us and listening to all of our craziness as we go on this podcast adventure into 2021. Uh, we appreciate you guys. That's all I've got. My name is Nathan. This is my co-host, Jake. How's it going? <laughs> How did they just put up with this, like the subpar intro like, <laughs> level? I don't know what I to say to these people. I mean, that's fair. And plus, I mean, they I would hope they know who we are, but maybe this this got out. Maybe like this this podcast Patreon episode got free out into the wild and is now running around on the internet trying to make friends with other people. So like, someone ripped it good. from us? Well, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's you know, maybe podcasts become sentient in the future and they're able to go out and be their own beings maybe we've been doing this for so long that we've just released all of our patreon episodes out into the public for them to have mm. Mm. Yes, because casper like... casper has given us so much money we no longer need to have a patreon right yep yep because we're just <laughs> rolling in the mattress money yeah <laughs> um i will i will i will say i'll give you the uh a break because it has been a minute since we've recorded this is our it has been recording uh it's just for you patrons so like feel special this since before the holidays days. yeah yeah so um and we're coming back for this and then we will be back in the next coming weeks as well with new episodes uh and catching up on some changes to patreon type stuff so yep yeah um but what are we doing what are we doing here today Nathan? what is the this bonus episode all about so this bonus episode today is all about new year new us i like and it you and i <laughs> are going to create each other in D in, in a D and D aspect, so nice. if we if uh, we don't relaunch and start recording new episodes in February, this episode ruined our friendship, and that's Correct. and that's why. So this is this is where it ends. We, we're <laughs> trying our best to completely offend the other person and make them cry. Yep, <laughs> all the traumas we're pulling on them, full blown. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think this. I like I like this idea. This is fun. I think it's something we've even talked about trying to do. From the very beginning. And, like, I think what's nice about this is we don't have to go into, like, backstory, right? We don't have to go into a crazy, like, it's just, I think, in the simplest way, what do we think the other person fits as? I mean, we brought, what, class, uh, class, race, and background, right? Yes. Yeah. And then we'll we'll assign stats as we go through. So, yeah. Okay. But, Sweet. Okay. Who who wants to go for I see. I see that you actually, in a very responsible way, made um, a character sheet, which I is did. great. And and like I haven't clicked on it, I haven't looked at it, but I see that it exists in our Google Drive. Um, yeah. I just have tabs open because that's, okay. that's how you chaotic, roll. Just chaotic neutral up in this bitch. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess I can go first. 
since I've got some structure to mine. <clears throat> structure, structure. Um, so the way we're going to kind of do this is I'm going to tell Jake the choices that I made, maybe give a little justification as to why, and then he can argue against me, and we'll see how well he thinks he knows himself and how well I think I know him, and then the reverse will happen when we're all done. <laughs> okay. So. I'm not going to lie, I wasn't listening to most of that because I, I just opened your sheet, and so I was looking at it. <laughs> I saw you join. I saw <laughs> you join my sheet. Um, so with that being said... Like Jake mentioned, we brought a background, a class, and a race. And after reading through some of the backgrounds, um, this one isn't like too exciting from like a what it's called perspective, but I think it rings true. Um, and I gave you the writer background. Mm. Why? 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 Why writer? Um, because it's something that you enjoy. It's something that you're trying to do um, on a daily basis, and just as a a career you want to become a writer mostly um screenplays is what you spend most of your time doing um, nowadays, yeah. yeah but you're but, always thinking about stories and all that kind of stuff and that's why we do this like we're not writing when we do this we're speaking but still it's another just aspect of but story what, what i yeah and what i will say though is as far as this is a form of actual writing because like when you when you look at shows and tv shows in particular especially like comedy shows like this is how they do it. They just have a writer's room. Just people yeah. just sit around, come up with different ideas, and then there's like writing assistants that will take those ideas and actually write it into the script. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's just people that sit there and bullshit and come up with fun ideas. Yeah, that's so, how every South Park episode's made week to week. Yep, yep. So, <laughs> so we're not we're not too far off. Yeah. Um, I yeah. was going to give you, so I was torn between writer and storyteller, but we used storyteller already for we a did. real character, and it was our first character. Which... It's kind of, I mean, yeah, I liked that one. So that's yeah. why I was like, oh, storyteller, because that's what we're doing. We're telling stories, and I like telling stories. So. <laughs> but yeah. Um, uh, I get it. I get it. <clears throat> oh, it's fun. I think it's funny how um, your skill proficiencies in here are one of two choices. If your character is a nonfiction writer, you can choose between investigation and history as skill proficiencies. <laughs> if you're a fiction writer, performance and insight, you get to choose. <laughs> well, no, I think I think I was I think how it's written is depending on what you write, you choose one of e- the you're either investigation and history or performance insight. You get both. Yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on which which category you're in. Yeah, that's oh, what I that's meant. What yeah, okay. that's what I meant to say. I, I could have said it wrong, but yeah, um, I think I would definitely go with performance and insight. Probably, I would say Personally. so. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to write nonfiction. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> one of your equipments is your first draft, the newest book. Or the Oof. first copy of your first most popular book. So you're just always carrying the thing that made you. This is yeah. my this is my first book. Hi, <laughs> I'm Jake. Here's my book. Here you go. Read it. Enjoy it. See, no, um, mine would definitely be the first draft of the newest book because I still have. I don't know how if this is going to make a bunch of noise, but let's see if I can. Where is it? Oh no, I think it's over here. Yep. Hang on, hang on. This will be worth it for this audio format. I promise. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Nope, not that. Ah. Here we go. Ugh. You see this, Nathan? Do you hear this, listeners? It's a, a lot of paper. Yeah, it's uh, about exactly... Oh, hang on, sorry. Oh, no, okay, that's uh, about 151 uh, pages of uh, a screenplay that I originally wrote that is the only feature screenplay I've written to date uh, that is uh, not good <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I didn't know you ever wrote a feature screenplay from start to finish 
I did. It was it was a thing that was like I started it, and then halfway through, I was like, I'm I'm all over the place. I'm lost. I needed a, a like, and and this was back in 2015, I think, like right like 15 or 16, right when I had like just been in LA for a little bit, and I love the idea still, and I'm super excited to when I feel ready to go back and actually reread this, <laughs> but like. I know one of the, the like side characters in this, I have get murdered off screen and it's supposed to then be brought up later as like a big reveal to the, the main character. Never did it. He just, <laughs> he just died and it's just gone. And I'm like, oh shit, that's right. He was supposed to. And I like the idea, the, tre- the treatment I would like to rewrite. And like, I-, I feel so much more prepared now after writing all these shorts and coming up with like actual uh, like structure to like h- how to write something. Because so many people like, like I did with this, just sat down. I was like, I'm just going to write the script. Like, yeah, sure, I have a treatment, and I know kind of the base bones of it. But, like, there's so many more steps between that. Like, the more time you put into the the research and planning and structure before you ever actually start writing conversations and description between people is just immensely helpful. Gotcha. <laughs> like, it, just, it just makes it so much. So, so, bringing it back around on this crazy long tangent, I do have the first draft of <laughs> of my <laughs> my screenplay, and nice. and what's funny is I I've seen uh, Taika Waititi uh, talk out here a few times, and when he was asked about how his writing process works, he, he made a joke. He's like, "Well, what I do is is write a really long, really bad screenplay, put it in my drawer for about five to six years, then pull it out, read it again, throw it away, and then rewrite it based on what I remember." <laughs> and I was like, "Ooh." I'm right about in that timeline. Cool. Great. All I need to do is reread it. And then so, it again. so it's funny you just reminded me, since you bring up Taco Rafiki, um, Not that I almost chose the background of Idol, where Ooh. you're obsessed with an idol, but <laughs> I didn't want to actually upset you because I would have said his name wrong the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I probably shouldn't do that because the whole time oh, it's going to be me low-key triggering Jake. And then he might not be able to handle any of the actual poking fun jokes I make. <laughs> oh, jeez. That would have been funny. That would have yeah. been funny, though. So I, I chose not to do it. Because the idol, it's hilarious. It's like some of the personality traits under idol are like, um, I'm going to do exactly what my idol does. Or it's like, I, I my idol inspires me, but, I'm, but it inspires me to do things my own way. And it's just, so, some of it's Ooh. very, very possessive. And yeah, some of it's yeah. very, like being free but inspired so it, it had some interesting points but i was like i'm gonna say his name wrong the whole time and he's not gonna think that's funny <laughs> <laughs> it probably it probably would have yeah eventually became like okay all right okay like it just it, it would i think it would have been just the whole time you being like not his name no, not his, still not his name <laughs> all right um so the other thing i get to choose within the writer background is your specialty what do you write Ooh. There's 10 different options. Cookbooks is one of them. You can be a Paul Washington or whatever his name is. Not Paul, Paul Hollywood. Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. I knew it was yeah. something like a stupid American. Also, <laughs> since this is a bonus episode, we're all over the place, and it's like we're just hanging out anyways. Girl on Hinge had in, uh, in her profile <laughs> that she's uh, – it says, what stresses you out? And she says, the thought of shaking Paul Hollywood's hands. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, <laughs> instant match. And I yeah. responded to it, and I was like – you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I've had nightmares where he shows up in my dreams and I just start sweating. And it's like, <laughs> I was like, I don't get it. I don't like. I'm not afraid of him. Like, but it would be so cool. Like, and then the last thing I was like, Do you think his hands are soft? <laughs> <laughs> they probably are, dude. <laughs> but yeah, some... it could be could be a Paul Hollywood. I wouldn't be. But oh my god, what is number eight? Bestiaries. 
I would imagine that means you write about animals and books and stuff like that. Mm, not what I thought. Okay. No, not bestiality. <laughs> this is not a kink book. Um, obviously, the, I mean, the, the closest thing is either one or three, action and adventure or mystery really? and horror. See, but, I was going to say six. So, oh, no, I, I mean, guess I, I, it's not sci-fi. I thought it was science fiction. But no, that looks like it's a nonfiction. It's about science, arcana, and yeah. history. So, okay, that's uh, yeah. correct. But that's I, not sci-fi. But, yeah, but you could make it sci-fi if you're a fiction writer. Like, sci-fi is based in science. So, sure. I mean, you could be right there. Yeah. Um, but I just chose mystery and horror simply because of mystery, not just the horror like part. That. Like, a lot of the things you have written have some air of mystery about them. Yeah. Um, and currently writing a horror thriller, or what I'm hoping is a horror thriller. So, yeah. Um, I didn't read these I like features. That. Feature fan base uh, publisher. You've gained the service of a publisher, a small company that has picked up one or more of your books to print and is willing to help you write your next book within reason. A publisher could help set up a meeting with knowledgeable people that you that could aid you, like a local guide or a help. Or help navigate unknown land. Uh, yeah, that one's kind of boring. What's the fan base one? You've amused fan base, which might be widespread or small, fanatic, and fanatical. Um, I like the fan base one because it's like, yeah, you have like, <laughs> what I would do as a DM, <clears throat> if someone brought this in and they wanted to have the fan base feature, what I think would be fun is say, you okay, you have a fan base, but it's not huge yet. It is very yeah. small. Like, it, it's only five, like, and what I would have to do is anytime you enter a new area that is, like, largely populated, you have to roll a D100. If you get lower than 10%, there's people here that know you, and you can find, like, it'll happen. Like, you can, like, but, like, it's not everywhere because you don't want yeah. that to be broken, right? Because the whole thing is they... They'll put you up in for a night and shit like that. Yeah, but also what I would say is, as a DM, what I would do is if you roll that low enough, make it fun. Make it special. Make it cool. Make it be broken, right? Yeah. So that, like, oh, my God, it happened. It's a thing because, like... Again, as a DM, I'm constantly trying to make you feel like you're special and this is cool and, oh, my God, it's different. So if, if you hit within the the right range of it, it's like, yep, you found someone yeah. and they fucking love you. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I think fan base is good. Publisher's not that cool. Um, yeah. But all right, cool. So now I want to dive into the traits of this background. Okay. And discuss some of the options that I've thought, and then you can let me know what you think because i see after re- there's eight personality traits and i read i see one two um i think two of these work really well and the two that work really well are this will be perfect for my next book because <laughs> you will often say "Ooh, that's a good story or like there's something there when we're just like <laughs> shooting the shit talking about whatever yeah. So that's that's, that's along those lines. Um, and then five could be funny. I base my characters off of people that I know to the point which I get them mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> both of those – so both of those traits are funny because the first short I did knowing is based off a real-life thing that happened – where my me and my now ex girlfriend were at a restaurant, and the uh, server looked exactly like I did when I worked at Chuck E. Cheese. So it's like, oh wow, take that's perfect for my next book. And then also, <laughs> the story is based off her and I. So yeah. like, I wrote that character as her, and so I was like, oops. Which is why, <laughs> which is why I'm kind of leaning towards that one because that's something that's actually that you've. I mean, I guess you could say start and finished with that with that ideal. 
Yeah. Um, you do always do say though, like, "Ooh, that'd be a good story," or "There's something yeah. there." Yeah. Um, oh, there's so even a skit in that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a skit. That could be a good skit. But, you say so, that a lot. So, so to make it more D and D though related, what do you think would be more fun? Because what, what, like, for the character, if they say, "Oh, this is perfect for my next book," what does that mean for them? Like, as a, are they Ooh, constantly then just writing things down, and like they're constantly like, they're like, what, what does that do for that character? Versus the, I base my characters off people I know to a point which I get them mixed up. Could be fun when that person talks about their backstory. What they, they're they're confusing uh, uh, reality with fiction, right? What they yeah. wrote about people versus what actually happened with them, right? So like, I, I think that one has more to play with because you are getting and like even to the point then when you meet and know people now, like you could over elaborate what happens with them because it's like it, that that essentially says to me more that they're they're constantly caught up in the fantastical yeah i agree i think that would be more fun uh to play yeah um, and i'm gonna keep that in mind if i'm torn between two things moving forward what's more fun from a D standpoint yeah um cool so i do i like that one because that would be funny to like tell this fantastical story and then someone be like there's no way that actually happened You're like you know what did i just write that <laughs> or that I don't know. You know I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Buy my next book to find out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next thing is the ideals. There are six of them. Um, let me see here. Like I said, I kind of just skimmed these. I didn't actually read them yeah. ahead of time. Um, ooh, that's a good one. Um, that's a good one. Ooh. That's not a good one. You're not evil. You're not an evil person. Ooh. Um, so I really, I'm drawn to... There's a few of these, yeah. I'm drawn to number two, Creative Spark. The world needs some new stories and I'm going to help make them, which comes with a chaotic alignment. Mm-hmm. Or um, Helper. If my books can help at least one person, I'll be happy. It comes with a good alignment. Yeah, those are, I was going to say three, three, Passion is a good one. Even if no one reads my books, I'll keep on writing. It's a yeah. neutral alignment, but... That's true, that's yeah. true. Um, again, though, so from a DM or D&D perspective, what do you think... Not looking at the alignment of them, like, <clears throat> what do you think each one of those would lead to as far as role playing goes? Um, as far as role playing goes, um, I feel like from a role playing perspective, Creative Spark number two, the chaotic one, could be fun because that yeah. could be a reason to be a character who's always like, "Hell yeah, we're going in that dungeon." There could be we can get a story out of that shit. Like, yep. I'm gonna, hell yeah, I'm gonna. F- start a tavern brawl because there's probably a good story in there like yeah. you know whatever the case may be <laughs> he, um, this character would definitely then be the one that stands up on the table and just is like all right i'm done with this beer bar fight yeah <laughs> and just, yep. like, and just yells definitely. it <laughs> um but it's, i also do I said, feel like you're challenging yourself even right now to write stories that um are a little different with different kinds of characters and more inclusive characters because we don't see a lot of that stuff right now sure um, so that's kind of why that one jumped out to me. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I think, I think I like creative spark. The world needs some new stories. And I'm going to help make them. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think that one has, has the most to at least RP with, um, the other ones are, are good. And I, I appreciate that you think those are relatable to myself, but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I think the chaotic one makes it more again. It's, it's essentially it's the D and D equivalent of do it for the vine or do it for the TikTok or yep. do it for the whatever. <laughs> like do it do it for state or whatever. Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's a porn thing. I think so. My bad. It is. It is. <laughs> so I've heard from. So I've heard from... <laughs> from the hub. Oh my god. Anyway, moving on. Next is Bond. 
there's six of Bonus them. episodes got all sorts of spicy stuff in them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so your bond. Let's read through these real quick. So there's six of them. Uh, not that one. Not that one. That one. Um, that one. Mm-hmm. Not that one. Um, not that one. Okay, so I really like number three. I idolized an author that inspired yep. me to pick up the quill myself. Mm-hmm. And I really like number four. My head is full mm-hmm. of stories and ideas. I need to write about them. I don't care if people read them or not. Um, yeah. I like both of those as well. But I'm choosing three because I yep. almost made a whole background about that. So. <laughs> well, and again, as far as if I'm a DM and someone comes in with this character and that's one of their bonds, I'm like, cool, there's an arc. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like you can throw the arc. Yep. You know, there in itself, like just that. And... I would hope that, again, the player would respond to it and then follow it because, again, playing to the role-playing of that character, if they idolize that author so much, if something happens with them, they're going to try and follow and figure it out. So, mm-hmm. no, no. All right, so finally is the flaw. I don't know if any of these are going to line up. I don't think I read all let's see. of them. But it might just be what sounds the most fun, to be honest. So let's see here. Sure. Um, da, da, da. Not that one thinking about you first mm-hmm. and not fun sure um that that could work right um mm-hmm. i like that one but i might choose that one if i don't say one jumps out for you <laughs> um i don't think that works uh, i don't think that works um i don't think that works so i guess only one of them makes me think of you but it's it'd be like an extreme because i don't think so sure. number two is the one that jumps yep. out to me. I regularly yep. suffer from writer's block, but then it says, and it causes me to get irritable and angry. You might I get mean, frustrated with yourself, but I don't. I don't yeah. even. I would never describe you as an angry person. Oh no, anyway, it's all. It's all. So. It's all inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just gives me ulcers. I'm yeah, nice to everyone of, else, but I'm dying mm, on the inside. Mm, mm, all of that just internally festers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that also could be fun to play with if you like. Yeah. You know, you tell your DM, before I go to bed, I'm going to sit down and try to write, and then maybe you give yourself a roll, and you roll really poor that night, so therefore you stare at a blank page for hours. Yeah. You wake up super I mean, irritable the next day. Yeah, it could be be a performance check, right? Or, Ooh, or yeah, maybe performance not performance check. Just something, because, I mean, that's that's what he gets proficiency in, right? It's like performance if he's a fiction writer, and his way of performing is writing. <clears throat> so, yeah, that could be fun. And then it just, again, it doesn't really break anything it's just how am i going to act tomorrow like am, am i feeling stressed do i have a deadline blah blah all like yeah that could be fun cool i like that um all right sweet so then i we kind of jumped into oh, man i man, kind you of were full on just writing i didn't realize you were writing down like all of this is like a real sheet we're making are we making like a real actual like character sheets out of these two i mean i I just highlighted the whole thing so I'd have structure. We don't have to. I, guess, I am putting it down. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not opposed to it. I just <laughs> again my um, chaotic neutral structure over here. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. So before we jump into stats, I did. We did kind of. I did kind of mess up our normal format a little bit because that's been a while. Oh, I I told you guys what background I brought, and then we jumped right into it. We also brought yep. a class and a race. Yeah. So the class I chose is bard. Um which I think just fits well with the creative background as well as more charismatic type of characters. Um, you do like to talk, so I figured a bard <laughs> would work well. And then I wanted to take it the next step because I figured you would ask me. I assumed that <laughs> when I said bard, you'd be like, oh, did you look at any of the subclasses? So I did. You're welcome. And I chose the College of Lore 
for nice. your, your subclass, which is described as, let me pull it up here. Um, the first sentence is what made me want to get do the College of Lore. It says, Bards of the College of Lore know something about most things, collecting bits of knowledge from sources as diverse as scholarly tomes and peasant tales, also known as NPR and Weekly World News, or whatever you listen to. <laughs> Daily Planet, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> okay. Okay, so there's the daily, and then the there's da- the weekly planet. Okay, the weekly planet, I think, is what I'm thinking of. That's the one where they shoot out your butthole, right? Yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Comic book movie news, shooting up your butthole. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your, those are your sources. Your scholarly tomes is NPR and peasant tales is <laughs> weekly planet. Yep, that checks out. That checks out. <clears throat> I'm behind on that. I actually need to go back and listen to that. It's been a while. So, yeah, um, you get, like, cutting words. You can really insult yeah. people to distract think, and confuse them or go on one of your tangents, make yeah. them real confused. <laughs> That's what you do to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the this is probably the, the Bard College that is the least based in actual, like, music. Like, right, I feel like all the other ones are very, like, song-related. And I think this one this one still has it to an extent, but, like, I think, yeah, this, this could be, like, because technically Shakespeare would be considered a bard, but, like, he didn't write music and he did like he wrote poems and like soliloquies and shit like that and 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 in iambic pentameter but like he was a writer right so like that was yeah so i think that works yeah so and then the race i struggled with because like the races are just so fantastical that so i was i'm torn between obviously a human (laughs) oh i know game changing getting creative out here i know uh-huh. Um, or I could make justifications for you to be an elf. But what kind of elf, I couldn't decide, so I didn't make the choice. But here's why okay. I think you could be an elf. Okay. I think you take a certain level of pride in your presentation. Um, you like to you like to dress nice. You're excited over fucking, like, vests and shit. Um, you're, <laughs> you're always wearing button-up shirts. You say that shirts. like it's an insult. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I am currently wearing a button-up. As we yeah. record, I have no plans to do anything today. So. Yeah, exactly. When I have plans to do nothing, you're lucky if I put a shirt on. Mm. Um, so I don't think you're like prim and proper, like pinky out kind of an elf, but I do think you like to present yourself in a certain way, and that's what kind of that's why I just kind of just picked elf. But I don't okay. know what kind of elf. I looked at like wood elf and looked at all these other kind of elves and just kind of all just like really heightened that uh, – just like elvenness, really properness. Yeah. Like, I mean, the 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 solution could just be make it a half elf, half human, half uh, elf, and then like right. you know, raised from an elven background. But, I forget know, about the havies, the havesies, the havesies, <laughs> and the haves nots. Yeah, I forget about them. Okay, I like half elf. No, that's both my things put together. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was made for me. Brilliant. It's like was, yeah. Brilliant. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. So you want to dive into these stats so I can really insult you now? Yeah, let's do I f- it. I feel like this is where we might have the strongest oppositions to how we think of our abilities, like our personal <laughs> abilities, you know? But we'll see. Well, um, this is where I, what, what I'll say is I think the other person gets the final say, right? Like, so okay. you get the final say on me. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely object, but at the end of the day... Um, <laughs> So if I remember correctly, we talked about this a little bit beforehand. We're on this website, which is really cool for anyone if you guys want to check out. It's called DMingWithCharisma.com. And it takes these stats, it takes your modifier for the stats and um, puts it down into very simple language. 
So for example, if you have a one strength, which would be a negative five modifier, it's described as morbidly weak, has significant trouble lifting own limbs. So you're essentially in hospice, like you're dying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then it goes all the way up to if you have a 24 to 25 strength. Can't you not go above 20? You can. It it is difficult to go above 20. It takes specific things to be happening for you to go above 20. And and, and I think that's more so for certain creatures have strength. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, um, anyway, if you have a 24 to 25 strength, which is a plus 7, you are the pinnacle of brawn, able to outlift several people. So it gives kind of like a good spectrum here. And I think that we decided ahead of time that we would pick, right, where we thought yeah. each person fell. Yeah. Okay. So without I think, reading... I think we've, I think we've used ahead. this site before, too. Uh, I think we've talked about it in one of our episodes or so. Gotcha. But, I think we have as well. I don't know how... I think, I think we found it mid-episode once. <laughs> Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> um, so without reading all of these, I'm just going to say right out of the gate, I think you fall somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, so there's there's 10 to 11, which is an average person, you have a zero modifier, can literally pull their own weight. I mm-hmm. believe you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 12 to 13 says carry heavy objects for short distances. I believe that you could carry, if you help someone move, you could carry something heavy for sure. a short distance. Um you know, visibly toned kind of throws things out the window. Whoa. Rude. <laughs> um, and also, what, what uh, objectively, what's a heavy object? Because, I mean, right. 16 to 17, I'll carry six grocery bags in one arm to make one right. trip. That's exactly. kind of heavy. I, was, I, was, I looked at that as well, and I thought, like, I carry my dumbbells to go work out. Those are technically heavy objects, yeah. and I carry one in each arm. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> The the only one that I will say the cap for sure is eighteen to nineteen, which says can break objects like wood with bare hands. Nope. Yeah. No, nope. <laughs> nope, that's definitely not that one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, throw small objects for long distances. Uh, Again, what's small? Are we talking about a baby or a baseball? Like. <laughs> yeah. True. True. And your technique also isn't very good when it comes to throwing things, so it might not honestly go what? that far. How do you? What do you? What? Do you, what? <laughs> I yeet shit. I don't have a yeet. <laughs> I'm gonna go carries heavy objects for short distances. You have a plus one strength modifier, so some Rude. somewhere in the twelve to thirteen range. Rude. <laughs> I would have said sixteen to seventeen, but you know. The, yeah, well, it depends on what heavy means. I could agree with you. You could make an argument, Dude, but at the end of the day, I, I don't f- know what heavy objects means. I feel like strength is the one that has my best chance of being the highest stat. So. Oh, you do? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So dexterity is next. Um, To give everyone at home an idea, a one dexterity, negative five modifier, is barely mobile, probably significantly paralyzed. (laughs) My God. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait. So the one thing I was going to say is, since we're going through all of these right now, and we're just doing this on the fly, so I'm just asking if we can say no, should I select your stats as well? Because your your stats based on... um, won't change based on any of the character stuff I brought. That's true. Right? So, like, since we're, instead of having to go through all of this again and come back to it when I'm talking about yours, maybe if we just select both of the stats at the same time. That might um, be. Okay, and then we'll give everyone at home a refresher on what you chose for sure. me when we get, when well, we get into me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but, because I'm assuming, and just, just so we don't have to talk through these again, just the, like repeating kind of the same stuff and not so we just kind of fly through it since we're here to like, have, have a discussion about it. Um, 
so whilst we are doing that, I am going to now. Oh, I made a new folder. Okay, no, there we go. Cool. Um, I'm making your sheet. Um, so let's go back up the strength then. So strength for you. See, I think you can throw. I think I'm gonna say okay. I think you can carry heavy objects in one arm. Again, well, depending what, what what heavy objects consist of. But even 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 for sure, throw small objects a long distance. You axe throw. I so do. Like you're throwing you're throwing axes and shit. Um, <laughs> I'll give you. I'm gonna give you 14 to 15 for your strength. Um, and then we'll, sig- we'll ignore the toned part. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a tone to it. Um, but I, th- I think you're currently writing well, on mine. I just saw you write. Oh God damn it! Did I? I wrote yeah. on the wrong one. Poop. Please hold everyone at home. <laughs> I'll fix mine. You just worry about getting on yours. Yeah. There we go. Put it on yours. Nay. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you because of the throw small objects. Visibly, there's tone. There is, there's a tone to you visibly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not black and white. You're correct. There's a, <laughs> a color tone at the very least. Okay. Okay. Now we'll keep moving. Now we go to the dexterity. All right, dexterity. Um, a one, barely move. You're basically dead, yeah. paralyzed. 24, yeah. 25, moves like water, <laughs> reacting to all situations <laughs> with almost no effort. Mm. Be like a Russian ballerina. Moves like water. <laughs> all right. So, again, I think you and I like, – so, so I'm just going to say this right now across the board. I feel like you and I are pretty average people. So mm-hmm. everything for me looks like it's going to fall between the 10 to 16 range. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're an average person, you're capable of usually catching a small tossed object. Usually implies that you also might drop it. I've got faith that you'll catch a small tossed object almost every time. Thanks, bud. Um You're welcome. So, ability to often hit large targets. You could hit the broad side of a barn. Um, I, would, I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> can catch or dodge a medium speed surprised projectile. I, You know, we played dodgeball together that one summer. I was... I would say you you have played dodgeball, so that's where I was immediately looking at that. Like you are on you were on a national champion dodgeball team, so like I think you're um, at least fourteen to fifteen. Thanks, thank you. Um, I would put you at least there as well. So then there's uh, also yeah. the next step up is sixteen, seventeen, able to often hit small objects. I mean, a clock is right twice a day, so you know we've, I we've gone. I don't know. We've I'm, gone I'm bowling ca- together. Bowling's different though. That's not. <laughs> that's not like the same kind of just throwing something and being able to hit a small target. It's a pin. Pins are pretty big. <laughs> I'm putting you again at fourteen, fifteen. And what I was gonna say is, I think we can go back and readjust afterwards once we see all of the numbers. If it feels like some are too similar, or I mean, I guess the numbers can be the same. But yeah, I think you're a fourteen, fifteen dexterity. Okay. Okay. Which is a plus two. Um, you know, 20 to 21 says graceful ability to flow from one action into another. If that includes your brain space, <laughs> yeah, you, you might, you might be, yeah, Mentally, it's just overlapping. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put you at 14 to 15 too, as well. All right. Look at us being so similar. Well, we, people think we're brothers, so it's true. I'm not um, surprised that those things are kind of similar. Um, Right, constitution okay. will be interesting. <laughs> okay, so constitution. I want to read the minimum one here. So the, okay. for a one, which is negative five, constitution says minimal immune system. Body reacts violently to anything foreign. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I like I like to take that to the literal and be like, "Are you speaking a different language? Uh, huh? <laughs> Where are you from?" <laughs> Just, oh my god, no! Which could um, be me. I get really uncomfortable if I can't understand what people are saying. Um, and then the highest one, twenty four or twenty five, uh, is tirelessly paragon. Tireless paragon. paragon. Oh, tireless. Tireless Paragon of Physical Endurance. I'm assuming just, that's like a marathon runner. Probably, yeah. Or like a Russian bear. A Russian. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, again, somewhere in the middle. I think the zero baseline one is occasionally contracts mild sickness. Mm-hmm. I don't. So yeah, I don't get sick that often. Um, can take a few hits before being knocked unconscious. That's 12 to 13. Um, able to lay. Okay, so you're not 14 to 15. Nope. Able to lay- labor for 12 hours most days. Nope. <laughs> I think, dude, your constitution might be pretty good. I think. I, okay, so I, I think I found yours. I think I'm gonna say yours is 12 to 13. Can take a few hits before being knocked unconscious. Okay, I would agree with that. I think that's where you're at. Because um, I don't like staying awake for a long time, and I get the man flu when I do get sick, so I'm, like, knocked man out. Man flu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, though, dude, to, looking at yours, like, if you really have to or need to, you can. your constitution can be an 18-19, ability to stay awake for days on end. That's true. Like, you've done it. <laughs> I, have. I haven't. Stayed, I've never. I've never stayed up more than like twenty eight, twenty nine hours, and you stayed up for like three days, seventy two hours. Yeah, yeah, that's three days. That's gross. Yeah. That was one time. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do it again. Yeah, but you I can. Started, I, started I physically would not. I physically would not be able to do that. You have it in you if you need to. I guess your constitution might be pretty good, pretty hardy okay. over here. A hardy ass bard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for real. Yeah, dude. They I think I'm gonna give you a hardy bardy. I think I'm going to give you the 1819 Constitution. Woof. Okay, thanks. My yeah, hit know. points going to be juicy. Yeah. Okay. Um, now we're into intelligence. This might be the only thing we may, might, depending on how these numbers are described, <laughs> this might be the only thing, yeah. at least I feel I'm not average in. We'll see where you fall. Um, um, one is uh, animalistic. Oh. You're definitely nope. negative. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, but I read the one I'm picking for you without reading any of the other ones. Okay. So negative five. Again, the lowest one. Animalistic, no longer capable of logic or reason. And then the highest one is 24 or 25. Famous as a sage and genius. <laughs> and I'm giving you six to seven, which is a negative two modifier. Often misuses and mispronounces words. I don't care what the other ones say. I do that for the lulls. No. Nope. If I didn't uh, correct you, you would have thought tirelessly Paragon was correct. You added that L-Y at the end there just for fun, I guess. Uh, Yeah. Um, What is eight to nine? (laughs) Has trouble following trains of thought, forgets most important things. Unimportant things. Uh, See? God damn it. Uh, 10 to 11 knows what they need to know to get by. I don't even know if I know that. So. Am I going to be an an unintelligent uh, uh, writer? Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's what oh, proofreaders are for. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I would okay. So so then just just in retrospect, I guess Andrin technically is eight to nine. And so he has trouble following trains of thoughts, forgets most unimportant things. You're dumber than Andrin. Apparently. 
which is also you funny always... though because just knowing you you also like i'm choosing six to seven i don't care sure but you also could be 14 to 15 you could you you did like ap math sure. and shit like that and you can solve logical puzzles pretty well yeah um, see this is and this is where again it's like intelligence is all just lumped together but like we know in the real world there's different levels of yes. things that you can be intelligent in mm-hmm. um okay so yours able you're see but you're not great at math nope yeah so i don't think you're a 14 to 15 intelligence um knows a bit more than is necessarily fairly logical yeah i mean i can be, I can be pretty emotional too yeah <laughs> i think you might just be 10 to 11 knows what they need to get by yeah i'm not gonna die just... i'm just gonna survive <laughs> Yeah, I'm putting you at 10 to 11. Okay, cool. Intelligence. Even though I would think that you're smarter than me in some most things. That's okay. Six to seven is too funny. Yeah, that's good. Especially <laughs> since words. Words are where I fall short. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so next is wins- wisdom. Uh, lowest I'm going to laugh now every time you mispronounce something. God damn it. <laughs> now I need to actually focus and try. Ugh. Uh <laughs> One to negative five, or negative five, is seemingly incapable of thought, barely aware. And 24 to 25 is nearly pre- uh, prescient? Prescient? Prescient, I would say. Prescient? Uh, yeah. Able to reason far beyond logic. I love the fact that so many of the, the higher ones, the words are so, like, big and out there the fact that it's like clearly not us because we can't even read what the fuck this is trying to be at 24 to 25 you're basically a god in D, I would say because the words are always like yeah. prescient to oh. me seems like holy but uh, i don't know what it sure. means sure sure um okay so let's go back to the middle here so eight to nine which is negative one forgets or opts to consider options forgets or opts not to consider options before <laughs> taking action Oh, man. Makes reasoned decisions most of the time. Can we get hundreds of us? Um, I think I if think, I want to, I think if I want to compliment you, I could give you 16 to 17 reads people in situations fairly well. But yeah. I also think I could insult you and give you an eight to nine. <laughs> Sometimes. Not all the time. Mm, that's but. fair. I think I think though I so my argument against the eight to nine would be I I I choose when I want to do that <laughs> I choose when I choose when I when I don't want to consider uh, options before taking action. Your, yours, you're aware. Where I, think, where I think yours is is able to tell when a person is upset. Twelve to thirteen, because you, and I think the difference between that and, and like the sixteen to seventeen, which is reads people and situations fairly well, is. In 12 to 13 with you, it's like, I know you're upset. I don't know what to do about it or how to fix it. And I don't care. So I'm just going to go. Yep. <laughs> like, whereas in the 16 to 17, reads people's and situations well. It means you know not just that they're upset. You know what is making the upset in the situation and how to maybe potentially address it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so for so you, you're, you're, you're feeling emotion right now? I'm going to go. It's like that SpongeBob <laughs> meme. All right. I'm out. I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. <laughs> So I'm giving you a 12 to 13 wisdom. Okay. Um, so I, I, feel like, I feel like I could say the same for you. Do I? I mean, you do read people in situations fairly well. Um, but you, the same thing you just said, I feel like I also, I also could just mirror back to you. But um, I don't run from other people's emotions. That's true. You don't. That's right. Yeah. 
Okay, 16, Do 17. You? It's fine. Whatever. This is all made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> I'm giving you the plus three modifier reads people and situations fairly well. Nice. All right, charisma. All right, you read this one. Okay, a one charisma, negative five modifier is you're barely conscious. Conscious. Incredibly tactless. Ha! Huh. <laughs> Incredibly tactless and non-empathetic. Uh, 24 or 25, God status plus 7. Renowned for wit, personality, and or looks. Well, there's mine. We found it. <laughs> We're done. 24 or 25. Um, so I don't think either of us are 8 to 9, negative 1, which is something of a bore or makes people mildly uncomfortable. Yeah, right? We have a podcast. God. Yeah. <laughs> We're, we are at least capable of polite conversation. Mm. Mildly interesting, knows what to say to the right people. Mm. And then the next step above that is interesting, knows what to say to most people. Um, Popular, receives greetings and conversations on the street. I think that's where I would stop. I don't tend to become a popular person, I don't think. I think, so if Um, if I'm talking about yours, I think you're, I, I would even make an argument that I don't know if you're 12 to 13. That I don't go that high? Or I am there. No, no, I think that's maybe the cap for you because gotcha. the knows what to say to the right people. That's like, true. Again, it's, it's, like, it's, eh, eh. I, f- I feel like like it, it's just more of in the way of the like. Y- I also feel like for me personally, I mean, granted, we can stay on this path, but I think for me personally, my charisma is highly. I get a modifier depending on who I'm around. Yeah, I get like a plus three when you're around because like I don't give a shit. <laughs> I feel safe. Like I can do whatever I want, and if people aren't vibing with it, it's like whatever. Um, but then like, if I'm with people I don't know and I'm by myself, I definitely don't have that plus three modifier yeah. to my charisma. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I think that's just a general comfort thing again, right? Where, and that's where yeah. I, I kind of like the intelligence thing where it's like, none of this is static in a real world situation. None yeah. of this is just the same all the way across the board. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think for sure you're at least a 10 to 11 capable of polite conversation. hundred yeah. percent. Yes. And that's where it's again, it's like. I don't know though, but like I think you're mildly interesting. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> at, at least. <laughs> um, so yeah, let me look at your other stats. What do I have? Do I have anything that's? So this would be tied for your lowest if I put it at ten to eleven for same with intelligence. So I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put you okay. ten to eleven for charisma. Okay. Um, Notice how I didn't give you any negatives, Nathan. I'm sorry. That one was just too good. Uh huh. Uh huh. No, yeah. <laughs> Do you, boo boo? <laughs> or do me? Do me, boo boo. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else you could do? <laughs> if you really wanted to make a joke about charisma for me, you could give me two to three, negative four. Minimally independent or minimal independent thought relies heavily on others to think instead. <laughs> <laughs> that one, yep. Also, the um, has trouble thinking of others as people. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Well, depending on the people. Again, depending on the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and then depending on my mood, I could be I rude. Think, yeah, I was saying, I, say, I think it depends on how well you slept. Because <laughs> <laughs> six to seven is terribly uh, resonant, reticent. Reticent, I don't know what that word is either. It's like a chicken, right? Reticent chicken? Yes. A, like, okay, yep, right. exactly. Um, <laughs> uninteresting or rude. See, I think even when you're rude, you're somewhat interesting, though. So <laughs> At least I'm, I'm rude in a shocking way. <laughs> Like, like, not to bring up kind of not great memories, but when we went to um, Coach Rob's funeral, 
or the viewing, <laughs> and you were talking to someone whose name I don't even remember, and I was uncomfortable and over it. So I was like, all right, Jake, you want to go somewhere else in the middle of you guys talking? And the look you gave me, I'll never forget. You were like, okay. <laughs> like, I just was so rude to whoever you were talking to. I was just done. <laughs> and then you guys shook hands and we walked away. Do you remember that? I don't. I don't remember that. I remember the funeral. I don't remember that interaction. I remember that because you were talking to – I think if I tell you what that person did, you were talking about one of um, our other linemen from football, and he was going to college and talking to you about like his shot put throwing and stuff like that. Oh, Jimmy F- – J- yeah, 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 yeah. I think I remember who I could potentially could have been talking to. That's yeah. fine then. Yeah, I think that's why – I was fine with it because, yeah, I don't – that kid's fine. Yeah, whatever. No, I think it was someone you actually liked, though. He's a softer-spoken guy. Um, one thing I remember him doing in the weight room a lot is he would do curls, and then when he was done doing his set, he would flex his muscles as hard as he could and just Wait, sit in the bench for like three, four seconds doing that. This was a guy that was older than us. Is he older than us? I think so because they were brothers. I think if, if I remember correctly, it's, it's, it's the, there was the – No, I'm not talking the, about them. I know who oh. you're thinking of now. Okay, well then, 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 then it was actually both of the people I've thought I was thinking of had brothers. One, there was only the two of them, and the other one, they all look like Goombas. Yes, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about either of them. Okay, it's someone else who's not. Know. Yeah, whatever. But regardless, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you or him were in the middle of speaking. And I was like, all right, we're done here. <laughs> and you just gave me this look, like, all right, guess we're done here. Um, but anyway, to be fair though, also heading in. Uh, yeah, no, that okay, we're done. <laughs> what, what what do you want? What do you think my charisma is? Oh man, um, you're so the, the, because of the, the fact right there because of the fact that you have a really good ability to just talk to anyone about anything. I would put you at a fourteen to fifteen. You know what to say to most people. There's rarely a person that you can hold a conversation with. Sure, sure. So I, agree with that. I would say fourteen to fifteen. All right. Sweet. So stats. Uh, so this is it then for my your version of my character, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to unless we want to talk about alignment? I mean, you're definitely chaotic. You're all over the goddamn place. I mean, I mean, then chaotic <laughs> what? I feel like you try to do well. It's either neutral or good. <laughs> I'm it's chaotic. Neutral well. or good. <laughs> you try to do well to others, good to others. You're either chaotic, <laughs> neutral, or good. The debate can be made sure. for either. Sure. Fair. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know if we need to go into that. That's fine. Um, All right, cool. I'm excited. Do you, wanna, do you have a sheet for me? I did. I just copied and pasted the one you currently have, so no info's in there yet. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> um, do you want to regroup or re re just recap? Kinda, yeah, recap. Okay, cool. Yeah, I will. All right, so I have made Jake in the world of D and D. He has the illustrious and interesting background of writer. He's a mystery and horror writer with a small fan base that will offer him favors for an autograph or an early release of a book. His class is a bard, and his subclass is the College of Lore, um, which is mostly NPR and Weekly Planet. And then his race is a half-elf, because I was torn between human and elf, so we met in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, his, His personality trait, based off the writer background, is I base my characters off people I know, to the to the point which I get them mixed up. Ideal, creative spark. The world needs some new stories, and I'm going to help make them. Chaotic alignment. Bond. I idolize an author that inspired me to pick up the quill myself. Flaw. I regularly regularly suffer from writer's block, and it causes me to get irritable and angry. 
his modify his uh stats jakes has a 12 to 13 strength which comes with a plus one modifier he can carry heavy objects for short distances his dexterity is 14 to 15 plus two modifier can catch or dodge a medium a medium speed surprise projectile that was hard to say his constitution is a good one this is his best stat and it's 18 to 19 which comes with a plus four able to stay awake for days on end after playing a 72-hour stint in college. His intelligence, his lowest <laughs> stats, <laughs> is 6 to 7, which is a negative 2 modifier. Often misuses and mispronounces words. Perfect. Rude. Rude. <laughs> Wisdom is 16 to 17, plus 3 modifier. Reads people and situations fairly well. Charisma. 14 to 15, which comes with a plus 2 modifier. Interesting. Knows what to say to most people. And that we is it, fam. Scrackles and D&D, as Duff calls you. Yeah, we did it. We did it, fam. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think you can go to my sheet now. Or your sheet for you. Oh, you had me do that so you could do that? Correct. <laughs> Smart. Smart. Yeah, look at me. Look at you manipulating me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to start with background again, like we did for yours, just to keep this somewhat uh, res- like mirrored of each other or whatever, um, I, I, I am between two. I am between okay. two backgrounds. The first one is salesman, which is, okay. I feel like, okay, currently what you do, trying to sell insurance and shit. Yep. However, the other one I think is more fun is in, it's disgruntled barkeep. So it's someone that used to be a bartender. And if you yeah. click on that one, I think that's the one I want to go with. Just because I think it has the most fun within the uh, like characteristics. Granted, from the site we pull these from, D&D Wiki, uh, it's a, this, is, this one says it's an April Fool's background. In that like it's not exactly playtests. This content is not designed for use in regular games. It may affect overall balance and gameplay. Take caution when using this material. Like I don't get how though. I read through it. I don't think there's anything crazy in here. Um, but yeah, so the disgruntled barkeep background says you once served drinks to thirsty patrons of your small tavern in your home village. Periodically, a rat infestation would come through and infect your basement, and you would have to find an exterminator to remove it. It usually ended up being a group of people who may or may not have wandered just wandered into town. Uh, they would take care of the problem and would continue drinking, going through meager. Uh, with the meager reward you just gave them, uh, this would be no issue, of course, if they were not, in fact, what if it were not for the fact that without fail you would hear the singers coming into your tavern a few months later, loudly singing about how the very same group of rat exterminators have saved the kingdom and gained untold wealth and reward? <laughs> so essentially, it's like you want to go out and do like so well for whatever reason you've decided that brewing up drinks and selling them to rowdy patrons isn't uh isn't what you want to do with your life <laughs> whether the lure of adventure calls to you or to uh to find a potential for greater wealth or uh, is attractive yeah yeah so essentially you used to do this you saw everyone else doing everything like fuck it, i'm gonna go out and do this fuck this. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah that's i thought that i thought that fit especially since you used to be a bartender and i, I did and it works with that, and I did. some of, and some of the the characteristics I think fit kind of okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, and I think it's better than salesman. The salesman though I did want to keep open because I think there's in, in 
Um, in the bonds, one of the bonds, I think I want to pull from there because I didn't see a bond that I liked in Barkeep. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. So yes, that's what I'm going with. Your disgruntled Barkeep. With um, a bond of, with a bond of a salesman at some point. Yes. So <laughs> the the feature is homeward ties, and again, I think this is kind of fun. So essentially, what you can do is each month you can roll like a mission you have to try and do because you still apparently like you owned this bar and tavern, and so it can be a source of income. Okay. Um, if you want. Um, and so each month it's like you roll something and you try and do it on your quest. You must, you know, one of them is you must find a rare ingredient for a new specialty brew. Uh, you have to pay taxes and or legal fees. There's no income for that month. Mm-hmm. Um, a contract needs to be renegotiated with it. Like, I don't know if I would crazy go into this. Cause again, like, eh, maybe it's, it's potentially yeah. there. Um, and and yeah, it's just again if you wanted to get monthly income, depending on how you're running your campaign. There's sometimes I've played with stuff like this, but it just adds to like I don't know people that religiously track gold in campaigns. It always just gets kind of difficult, and it's like I don't mm-hmm. whatever. You get the magic things, and you go buy the thing. Like sure, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, but then okay, now we're going into suggested characteristics. Um, definitely not the first one. I like to talk to at, talk at great lengths to people about you know that's just not a nope um can you hear that car i can hear that car god damn it whatever sorry (laughs) there's nothing i can do about that (laughs) there's just an alarm going off in the background um is that your booze it's mine now no i'm just a barkeep uh i don't know uh oh i like seven uh fight that Sorry, I'd rather not do anything too dangerous. <laughs> I think it just that 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 comes with the idea of like putting your life at risk. Yep. Like, yeah, I want to be out here doing stuff, but not that much. Like, oh. um, okay, yeah. So seven is your personality trait. There you go. Boom. The sheet's gonna be gross, and I hope you uh, just appreciate that. Ready? Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'd rather not do that. Okay, ideal. Uh, curiosity. You believe the world grows from the knowledge. Nope. Uh, ignorance. You think everybody is just, <laughs> just a little bit, littlest bit dumber than you. Mm, maybe that has an evil <laughs> alignment, though. Um, deception. You think everyone's. You think every person's mind is just a toy. Some harder to play with than others. Oh, you're you're in salesman right now. Oh, I am. I'm sorry. I was so confused. I'm like, Woof. wait, I'm not reading any of these. Woof. I'm reading the wrong thing. That's what happens when I have too many tabs open. <laughs> Anyways, back to rereading actual ideals. Uh, number one is <laughs> kindness. I don't think anyone <clears throat> should be made to suffer. Eh. That's not okay. eh, eh, eh. <laughs> uh, Curiosity. Uh, I wonder what strange things lie out of the tavern. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I don't think it's greed. Um, strictly no. business. Uh, no. As well as you can see here in my business terms of service, I have to adventure. Yeah, no, that's not. I think boredom. The the adventuring thing really is a hobby of mine. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of just Why like, is yeah. that? Because like, you have a lot of hobbies. I think you hop around from different things that are like, okay, I'm over this one. Now I'm going to try that one. Okay, now I'm going to uh, That's do fair. One. Yeah, where it's just kind of like, you know, it's sporadic. And like, that's, Yeah. And again, makes it so you're not fully committed to the adventuring thing. You're like, yeah, Ooh, you know. I don't like yeah. commitment, although I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, bond. Okay, so this is the one where I thought worked better from salesman. But let me just double check through all the bonds. My brew is my art. Nope. 
My family back home keeps me going. Nope. Uh, the only thing that matters to me is wealth. Nope. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, maybe it's four, Nate. My hometown beats <laughs> your hometown. Since I fucking um, hate my hometown. Uh, five, <laughs> spreading good beer is a step towards spreading. Nope. Um, well, I guess maybe. You were a distributor, too. Um, yeah. I'm glad I left. Oh, so it could be six. I'm glad I left the bar behind. Now I can be my own person. Could be that one. Uh, seven, I have finally met a band of adventurers that respect my craft. No, no, no. Okay, so the uh, one from Salesman I like is the exact opposite of four, which the bond is my hometown is my leaf, least favorite place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah. that, that could be the bond. But I guess we could also go with the one within here of Barkeep, which is the I'm glad I left the bar. Behind, or I'm glad I left behind the bar. Now I could be my own person. I think that yeah. one maybe is a little bit better. Okay, I forgot that one was in here. I really like uh, number five's bond for salesman, which is my dad killed my mom while my mom was killing my dad. It's tragic, really. Like <laughs> yeah, what? Know, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna close the salesman one because <laughs> uh, I'm gonna accidentally keep clicking on it. But yeah, there was some stuff that I was like. This gets weird. Like I-, I said before we started recording to you, I was like, when I was looking through the backgrounds again, I, f- I forgot how much I enjoyed just digging into the weirdness of these backgrounds to come up with crazy shit. Yeah. Um, okay, so Flaw, I think, was another one. Where I was like, eh, I don't think there's anything in here that really jumped out. Uh, flaw, I can't bring myself to do anything that could possibly negatively affect home. Mm. Uh, I'm terrified by the thought of people or things hurting me. I won't put myself into any danger. That kind of, okay, that one kind of goes, yeah. I'm terrified uh, of conflict. Fucks me up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I like that one. I'm just going to go with that one. That one yep, works. That's a good so one. So your flaw is I'm terrified by the thought of people or things hurting me, and I won't put myself into danger. <laughs> okay. So that yep. is that is the background. We went with disgruntled barkeep. Um, well, one of these – wait, one of, the, one of these was kind of funny because it talked about being an NPC. Oh, it's so, so it's bond. It's the bond. Yeah, number eight. Uh, a party of adventurers robbed slash burned down my bar, and I want to teach these adventurers to respect NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, um, that's a good okay. one. Okay, so now that is what I wanted for your background, and I think I want to do race first. Okay. So for race, did you did you see what I put in there? I, ju- I, I just to, clicked on it. I decided to go with Furbolg. <laughs> Now listen, listen. This makes sense. Okay. So furbogs. The first thing it says is, furbogs are a reclusive race of giant kin who to prefer, prefer to avoid contact with other <laughs> sentient races. <laughs> they are the they are they were both the most intelligent and most powerful of giant kin. So they are larger creatures. They the description of them is they have uh, resemble humans. Uh, they have thick beards, Ooh. tough skin. Um, they can, their hair can be many different colors. I don't know if you remember high school, but I do. I do remember high school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah. And, and their thing is they generally like to avoid any interaction with other sentient. Like this is where I was like, how how does that work with barkeep? And I was like, maybe like the one thing I was going to say is when I was looking at classes for you as well, I was trying to figure out, okay, which one makes the most sense? And I was like, not Druid, because you don't like being outdoors. And I was like, ooh, yeah. okay, so what if this furbog that was from an outdoor community was like, I hate this, I don't like being out here, I'm going to go into civilized places because this is gross. So then you start at a bar, and then you realize, ooh, I also hate people. <laughs> 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 so, 
so I don't want to constantly be interacting with people I don't care about. So then you left the bar. <laughs> so that's nice. that's right. It's like you had a furball bar, and you're like, oh yeah, no, I'm not social either. So yeah, so that's why I went with furball. <laughs> I like it. Now I'm trying to find myself. <laughs> um, and then now for class again, like I was saying, it was I was. I didn't know where to go because, again, not wanting conflict, right? So it's like not a fighter, not a barbarian, not even yeah. a monk. Like, like no, none of those. And so I landed on Rogue. Okay. And I also love the idea of a giant furbolg, which on an average height are over six and a half feet tall, like on average. <laughs> um, it's like trying to be a rogue. But what I landed on was the uh, rogue with the swashbuckler um, kind of subclass okay. because – this says you kind of rely your training on the art of the blade, blah, blah, relying on speed, elegance, and all of that. But they're usually seen as like, I also saw this as the rogue that could be the fast-talking rogue or the rogue that wanted to manipulate other people and get them to do things for them. So I was okay. also between that and mastermind because I think, I think in most situations, you yourself would rather somebody else do something for you than you have to do it yourself. Yeah. So if you if you could just get that to be the way it was done in any situation, you would prefer it. Like, yeah, yep. no, 100%. So I think, again, with Rogue, <laughs> like you can use that to manipulate people <laughs> and trying to get them to do stuff for you. And then as well as when it went into the, fan, the, the fighting style, at third level you get a thing called fancy footwork. When you choose this archetype, you learn how to land a strike and then slip away without reprisal. So oh my like, god. You, you can literally go up, hit someone, and be like, okay, I'm out. Yeah, done. <laughs> and it's sort of makes, yeah, so it makes it so uh, they don't get opportunity attacks against you. And so like your your style of combat is more about just as much about not getting hit as it is about hitting somebody else. Nice. <laughs> and and yeah. And so it's like it's not your, you know, generic normal like rogue stealthy hidden all of this it's more of the like yeah i'm here but like you know i'm here for a good time like whatever and also like mm, mm. Uh, I'll, I'll stoke flames but i don't want to be here when the fire actually starts like, yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and get me a drink yep yes yep also make that. me a sandwich why is this car having such difficulty it's still going off huh it's going to the... go ahead it's gone off and stopped this is now the third time it's started going off again exciting yeah i would say i can only hear it when i'm not talking so gotcha that's so maybe, well, maybe it'll be when you talk yeah. maybe it'll be drowned out then when we're all edited together but well, sorry here's 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 hoping lloyd you better better fix this better make this work do it for me i'm a rogue swashbuckler <laughs> <laughs> well the other thing i have to say about swashbuckler is they're usually seen as the like pirate archetype and i was like okay yeah sure like whatever i think if i grew up during that time i may i could have made a good pirate Except for if the I'd... whole having to be on sea and do things on the boat. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but I think if I had a bad upbringing in that time, I'd have been a good pirate. Sure, 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 sure. I don't disagree with that. At some point, my mom had to put like empathy in me and make me kind of care about people even though I don't want to. So it's like I'm always conflicted. But... <laughs> <laughs> like, Ugh, I don't want this. Um, <laughs> I feel okay. bad for you. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Why is this here? Um <laughs> But okay, yeah. So I think that was it. That's what I got. That's what I got. And then I'll recap the stats. Yeah. Because I think that's the the last thing. So for you, good sir, um, I said your strength as the swashbuckling furball rogue um, (laughs) was 14 to 15, which was visibly toned, throw small objects for long distances. Um, And then dex is 14 to 15. 
can catch or dodge a medium speed surprise projectile, mainly because dodgeball. Um, and then Constitution, <laughs> 12 to 13, uh, can take a few hits before getting knocked unconscious. Um, intelligence is 10 to 11, knows what they need to know to get by. <laughs> yep, yep, still stand by that. Uh, wisdom, 12 to 13, uh, able to tell when a person is upset. I does nothing about it. Like, yep, I know you're upset. I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with that. Let me know when you're better and I'll come back. Yeah. Charisma, 10 to 11, capable of polite conversation. Um, <laughs> nice. So, yeah. So, just to recap, I got you as a disgruntled barkeep that left. And you're a rogue swashbuckler that is a furbolg. That's personality is fight that. Sorry, I'd rather not do anything too dangerous. Uh, <laughs> ideal, boredom. The adventuring thing is really just a hobby of mine, <laughs> which comes from a neutral alignment. And then bond. Um, I'm glad I left the bar behind. Now I can be my own person. Uh, flaw. I'm terrified by the thought of people or things hurting me, and I won't put myself into danger. <laughs> uh, since there I gave go. you an alignment, what do you think my alignment is? My um, bond says I'm neutral something. I think it's neutral good, because like true neutral is very difficult to play. You're not yeah. neutral evil. I don't think you're out trying to actively hurt people. I think though it is between true neutral and neutral good, because um, I think I think you could be true neutral in situations of like, sure that's for the betterment, but does it cost me something? Is it going to hurt me? Like, <laughs> how much uh, work is that going to require? Yeah, like so. I think you might be true neutral, which again, like I think we've talked about this before. Whereas with alignments, like most of us in our real everyday lives, I think are closer to true neutral than anything else. Yeah, um, and that's why it's kind of boring. I think to play in D anD D, but I think it could be an interesting dynamic if you are the true neutral one in a group where it's like I don't, I don't care about law. Like it's it's about me. I I want to make sure that like and not not to the extent where you're willing to go out of your way to hurt other people to better yourself because that's neutral evil right where it's like it's mm-hmm. all me and i will make sure that at any cost i'll do that like so i don't yeah. think i think yeah i'm gonna say true neutral just for the shiggles of it cool i like it there we go um <laughs> all right i actually think th- these are fun i would like to play the character you made for me and even play the <laughs> character that i made for you Maybe we should, if we do continue playing um, our current campaign, and if, our en- if it ever ends and we get to play new characters, we should play these and see how long it takes for someone to be like, is this just you? Are you just <laughs> playing yourself? <laughs> or, I mean, what could be fun is we each play the other version. Yeah. <laughs> so we each play the character we made. So you play the the bard half-elf version of me, and then I play the furball rogue version of you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone would pick up on that as quickly. No, but, probably not. You know. But what what would be fun? I know this year we're wanting to do more stuff on Twitch and stuff like that, and I'd like to start doing some one offs occasionally, um, and have them streamed on Twitch. I think these characters would be fun to use in situations like that. Yeah, where it's just like, all right, cool, here we go, and like just use them. So that that'd be fun. <laughs> well, all right, Patreons. Yeah, it sounds I like the Carlisle stuff it. too. Nice. Oh, just perfect. In time. Perfect. Just this in will time be just for a l- the end of the episode. Yep. <laughs> I do again apologize for that. I live in an apartment, so these things happen from time to time. I mean, hey, my um, fire alarm went off that one time. That's right. Yeah. That made for a good intro, though. <laughs> Mine's just going to be annoying because it's in the middle of the goddamn episode. Um, but all right, cool. So I mean, that's kind of all we got. You know <laughs> where to find us. 
you know yeah. who we are. Yep. Um, let us know if you want these character sheets made. Yeah. <laughs> like if, any, if, if anyone actually wants these characters as well, too, in this episode. Um, ooh, ooh. Do you think? Do you think these would be fun in the battle royale? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'd be upset though when I lose in the first round. So I am a little competitive. That's I'm not so competitive to where I let it affect my day, but I still don't approve. A lot of, I want to at least win once. Okay. So I'd be really biased to make myself win the first round, no matter who I was up against. <laughs> but, oh man, yeah, because that's that's coming up soon. We have another battle royale in the next few months. We're deciding on what the next month's episodes are going to be still, but at yep. least the bonus episodes. So yeah. But all right, cool. Um, yeah, let us know what you thought in Discord and all of that. Yeah. And uh, thanks La- again for supporting us as we continue to grow. So yeah, last thing I'll say is like um, there's a little more elaboration on what jake just said is if you know us personally like um you know duff for example i think out of our patrons right now knows us the best and the longest let us know what you think do you disagree with some <laughs> of our stats you can go to the dm dming with charisma.com website and read the list yourself um let us, yes, let us know what you think of our choices for one another if you agree or disagree so yeah if i should have a, a seven intelligence or not it's <laughs> too perfect <laughs> All right, guys. Well, keep rolling and keep playing. Oh, talk to you later.